Christmas. Yes. So, I think we can skip ahead to the next week then. Yeah. So it's it's Sunday. It's been a week since everybody fucking left you. Uh, so <laughs> it's early. Mm-hmm. It's maybe six a.m. And then you hear this like weird tapping on the glass mm-hmm. in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like that big vanity that you were talking about, right? Right. So knocking on the glass, and you hear a little muffled uh, tear and tax voice say. You know, you have to put the stone on the left. She can't see us until you put it on the left. Tilda, you have to put it on the left. Tilda's like, I know. It's gonna be okay. And like, there's a shift, and like, I feel like groggily, like you roll over and look at your mirror. And Tilda and Taryn Tack are in the mirror, and they're like waving at you. Tilda, like, like you look like it looks like Tilda's like pressed up against the glass a little bit, or like, not Tilda, Tyrion Tack, and she's yeah. like, I make- she looks skinny. Doesn't she look skinny? She looks skinny. Are you eating enough? <laughs> and what is going on with your hair? I can see this room. You have all these nice things. What are you doing? Uh, Tyrion Tack's not my priority. <laughs> and Tilda's like, Annie, sweetheart, come, come talk to us. Can you see us all right? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can. I can. Yes. All the above. Hi. Hello. Good morning. In my room. We couldn't teleport in, so we decided to call you. Oh, okay. Ugh. Are you all right? And Taryn Tack's like, she's not eating enough. Clearly. Like, like, <laughs> like it's like, that's why she's being weird. <laughs> Taryn Tack, I've been eating plenty. Thank you very much. We have some things to talk about. Um, yeah. You look worn out. Very. Did something happen? A lot has been happening in here. And a lot has been happening outside these walls, too. Apparently. Yes. Did I not make that clear on my last visit? I thought I was very clear. I think you were quite clear. You made it perfectly clear. Everything that's happening. And I take it because I didn't give you an answer. You're still looking for one. Yes. We also did want to catch up. We miss you. And Tyrion texts, like, nodding vigorously. <laughs> it's been over a year. You didn't come visit. How, obviously you know where I am. I'm running. A, I don't even know what the fuck to call this place. City? Utopia? It's not perfect. It's sprawling multicultural ship fest? I don't know. Running it? Says Tilda. I thought Duncan was running it. Co-running it. But yes, we were also going to bring up that we needed to talk to you about getting an answer about whether or not You do realize that the thing that I did, that you've been doing, I didn't want to do it. I didn't know I was doing it. Well, now you do know. And that's quite alright. I don't want to do it again. You don't have to. Again, we don't really want many people doing this. You understand that. 
This is about getting control of horrifying power, keeping it under, under lockdown so that nobody can use it irresponsibly. You've seen what it can do. Other than, well, me, not many people understand the full width and breadth of the damage that could be done. You understand that. It would be... You would be instrumental. And... We won't be able to hold Caspin back much. We won't be able to hold him back any longer. We need to hold him back. Till the, like, Tyrantak, like, purses her lips. Like, she doesn't want to talk about it. Until it just, like, looks... Tired. They've been... They want... Tyria... And Lone Tree and the Serpent's back. We... The mages want it. Before Palin can take it. Etni, it's the biggest knot of ley lines in the world. We've been holding... I've been holding them back. So you can take it? Not Palin. We haven't been holding Palin back. I've been holding Caspin back. They want to take it by force. You could hand it over peacefully. Save your multicultural shit stain. And who am I handing it over to? Well, more or less yourself, actually. Uh, how? Well, you'd be technically handing it over to Caspin. And Caspin, because it's such a knot of ley lines, would hand it over to us. And I would hand it over to you. So very little would change. The orc chiefesses would be directly under your command. Uh... All of Tyria would be under yours to rule under me and, well, the Emperor. And we would send a massive garrison of, well, not the finest looking, but functionally the finest troops that have ever been, to hold it. Why does everybody want to hand me power. I want to hand you power because I trust you. The only places the Emperor hasn't touched are places that are not human. Palin's very human. I'm talking about Anto and Aldorf and Tyria. Tyria has one redeeming quality as far as the Emperor is concerned. And I have been trying to convince him that we can get it for him. The ley lines. Yes. 
Aldorf has actually been quite a tough nut to crack, militarily speaking. All those tunnels. Very difficult to work with. Even with the troops I've provided. And the paladins are dangerous, and you know this. Unspeakably so. Your friend Duncan is like a... Not like them. Right, he's like a wolf puppy that you and your thorn friend raised right. Now, tame. The rest of them are feral. They don't think for themselves. They reach out to beings and listen to their every word. I know yours isn't like that. I know Duncan is a good person. But he probably shouldn't be in charge. He can't think for himself. The gods rule over him. Being a leader isn't thinking for yourself. It's thinking for others. But you have to be able to think for yourself and make hard decisions. Anto, on the other hand, is... Magically speaking, an empty piece of land. We're waiting until we have everything else. Except for perhaps Palin. We might wait on Palin. Palin will be probably the hardest fight. But we will save Anto till the end, other than that. And... Emperor Draken simply wants to control all of Saren. Somebody. You haven't seen what he does. What the Empire does to towns. They have food and medicine and safety. Everything that my people have here. Without him. Right. You've done it. You think that way. About providing for people. At cost to yourself. No less. That's why you should be with us. We could help you do more. Tyrion attacks like, look, you're powerful, strong. Who better to lead? We trained you to think for yourself. And those two young men you spent all that time with taught you how to care, I think. Empires have tried to be forged and have fallen since the first recorded histories. They didn't have the power we do. That I gave you. Tyrantax says, Tilda, am I... Do you think two-on-one is just too much? I... I'll go get us drinks. Any... It's nice to see your face. I miss you. And, and Zoggazar says hello. And she, like, steps out. Tilda's like, she's working very hard on her social skills. 
I've noticed. After we left, we realized how empty tower was without you. So we've been trying to kind of get out of the tower more. <laughs> and then we kind of had to pick up this job. So you're saying that I'm the root of all of this? Yes and no. I imagine someone would have discovered this eventually. And... Caspin was already invading. Imposing its will. I know, it was just Caspin. It wasn't this... Monster. I don't think you'd say that if you saw the towns we've liberated. Delta, I can't get past the fact that you are using a power that I tapped into to restore life to fabricate it. Fabricate is probably a good word. I don't restore the life. That would be disturbing, cruel. It's just matter. Matter that doesn't feel pain. Matter that doesn't steal. Matter that doesn't sleep. Matter that can protect. Human or not, it's matter that had a name and had, had meaning. Had a name. It's just like destroying a forest. No, it's or not. Or damming a river. No, it's not. You're taking it from root and you're just ripping it out. We're we talking about the ley lines of the corpses. The corpses, Tilda. The human beings. The souls are gone. But they still remain. Not in the body. What, would you rather have soldiers die who still have life and still have their names? What I did was humane. You're desecrating. Gross, certainly. Morally ambiguous, possibly. Possibly. Hard to accept, definitely. But it was humane. And what are those soldiers doing? My soldiers? Killing. Only when they need to. Just like many good soldiers do that have a heartbeat. The ones with a heartbeat can also make very poor choices on the battlefield. Mine do not. Because they don't? Or because I can trust you not to? Without me, they'd stand there. Do nothing. Look. I don't want to fight. I take it it's a no. I don't know how to say yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. 
It's not all on me. As much as you're making it out to be, it's not. You want me to be a leader? I'm being a leader. I am a leader of a people who I rule over with other people. They'd listen to you. If you made this decision, they'd listen. And if they don't, I know you can make them listen. I know you have that power. It'd be for the greater good. But if you won't, you won't. Then will you do me a favor? Fine, I'll ask it first. You don't have to say yes. Please leave. Lone Tree. Why? Please come south. Go to Napeville. We'll meet you there. Napeville? And we'll find you somewhere safe to be. If you don't say yes, I cannot stop them anymore. And they'll be there before you know it. They'll hit you sideways. And I love you. I thought I had one space in my heart for a person. And I was wrong, and I really can't bear to see what will happen if you stay. I can't tell the future. She's crying. Tell that this isn't personal. I know. I've made my decision. I made it when I didn't even know what I was doing to this fucking tree. Sometimes I just wish that it burned on its own accord instead of me making the world burn. We're trying to stop it from burning. Please, please, please. I'm sorry. I have to say no. Okay. We love you. Be safe. I really hope I get to see you again. And I think they fade away. I feel like Edney breaks the mirror. <laughs> I think that shattering brings Latima running. <laughs> She's like half dressed and... <laughs> She's got, like, her headscarf mostly on. Lady Etnia, are you alright? I'm fine. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's not you. It's not you. Okay. 
I'm not I'll, angry at you. I'll get you a new mirror. I don't want a new mirror. I don't want a new mirror. Okay. She goes. And Annie is looking down at all the shards on the floor. Mm-hmm. And her face is like beat red half mm-hmm. because she's angry but half because like she could be crying right now she wasn't so angry right so what does the middle of the week look like after all this I feel like there's is there anything you want to focus on or do you just want to like paint a little bit of a picture just paint like a little bit of a picture yeah. I feel like Edney's really paranoid now mm-hmm. um she started taking up post on the walls and she's like painting it as you know like oh she's like checking on the barracks but really she's like looking right right and she's noticing you know like all the remoraz is still coming down yeah i think actually in the distance you see like a pair of remorazes like scuttling at a really high speed Mm -hmm. and then like a griffin like flies down and like kills one mm-hmm. or mm, like a group of three of them mm-hmm. grab one mm-hmm. and fly like, it off it. to the distance with it kind of mm-hmm. like when a hawk grabs like a snake yeah that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah um so i think another about another week passes on the road um brim you're scouting out of uh, ahead, maybe a whole league ahead, um, on your horse. Um, you rolled a seven to nine, correct? I did. Yes. Yeah. So, what you run into doesn't get the drop on you, but you don't get the drop on it either. Yeah. Um, you're rounding a corner along this old road. So there's this very like you've after a, a f- after a couple weeks, you guys have like landed on like an actual cobbled road that clearly Aldorf built at some point. You're still on the Tyrian side of the mountains, but. Um, you're about to round, round a bend when you hear crunching noises and tearing noises like an animal digging into a meal it just hunted down or a pack of animals digging into some shit. Okay. Um, I hear it. You hear it. And like, you're going to need to make a defy danger to slow your horse down um, so that you don't just barrel around this corner and... Um, uh, Am I still stunned? You are still stunned. Debilities are not easy to get rid of. Okay. Uh, is this on the battlefield? No. You're not on a battlefield yet. Okay. I'd, um, I'd hear. I'd hear Dex. I would hear. I would hear a quick. I would hear quick action or quick thinking or even like raw strength to just like pull that horse back. I think it'd be quick action. I think it'd be the most accurate. Yeah. Uh, So I'll just roll that dex to fight danger. Okay. That is a seven. Okay, you can do it, but you're going to basically have to like slide off your horse and like send it away back to the others. Um, Basically. Hopefully they get the message. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I want to stay with you for a little bit before the horse comes galloping back into Mm -hmm. the into the group. So what do you do? You still hear all these noises, but now you have the opportunity to kind of like Get a look at the situation if you like. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'm just gonna try and, like, peek as, like, calmly as I can. That sounds like a uh, discern realities. Yeah. Like, just sneaking around the corner and... 
What is what is the thing that I roll with this? Wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, it's better than intelligence. Ooh, okay, that's a nine. Dang, so close to that ten. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get one question off the list. The list. I'll get let Sam take a quick look at that. So the horse comes galloping to back the into party. the main party. Yeah. Because I failed the trailblazing check, which is supposed to get us there faster, yeah. I think Duncan has a map upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, really? He's like, no, I'm pretty sure we should be going this way. Pointing in completely the wrong direction <laughs> before the horse like yeah. comes galloping up. And then, I guess what? Do we get any it's, clue from it's that? It's Brim's horse without the rider. <laughs> okay, I think that's a pretty apparent. Yeah. We... I move to a gallop. Yeah, I think you and and um, I think, I think Egwene says I'll I'll stay with Telegraph and um, and Vea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you four you four go on ahead. So me Ayama. You or you three you Ayama and Haya start galloping uh-huh. off. Okay. Um, Brim, I think as you're like leaning around the corner, like we get the shot of the cor- of like the corner, and you lean your head around the corner, and you're like really like thinking, and then I think underneath your head. Um, Ingvild's head like peeks around the corner. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> she kind of like appears. <laughs> Very good camera angle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes you jump a little. <laughs> Jeez. Like... And I'll tell you briefly what you see before you ask your question. Okay. You see, do you remember what your first, the first creature you ran into when you first got to Lone Tree? Oh my god. A Remoraz? Yeah. You remember that queen Remoraz? Yeah. That beat you the fuck up? Yeah. It's one of those lying on the ground dead being torn into by three griffins. Oh my god. And these are snowy griffins, so they're like a mix of like a snow leopard and like a snowy owl, but like the size of like a car. Okay. Or like an SUV, maybe. Uh, uh, wow. I guess uh, my initial thing is that I'm going to ask what is about to happen Mm. what's about to happen is that three people are going to gallop up on horses spook the shit out of these things and you're going to get into a fight i know that it's if nothing if nothing changes in the next 30 seconds that is exactly what's going to happen okay i think i'm going to look at ingvold and i'm going to be like yeah so i'll go stop them people on horses i'm like ingvold think of anything that you know about griffins (laughs) i think she just sort of like she's like Wow, I think the last time I saw Griffin was a millennia ago. Got anything? Um, well, they were southern Griffins, so maybe not. They were smaller. Okay, I'll just <laughs> leave you to that. I'm going to go stop them. Do you want me to go get tangled with one of them? Or... No, not yet. Okay, okay. So she's like, she's like hanging there. Um, so you come, come running back and like stop the three gal. So, Duncan, yeah. you, Warm Cotton, and Haya are like galloping up and like, Brim, what happens? <laughs> I think you just see Brim like waving his hands, like, like trying above to make his head as make big it as possible, <laughs> just like holding his hand, but not saying anything. Just... Stop. Stop. I feel like that. I feel like that's a defy danger with charisma. Yeah, that's fair. I think Will, you can aid. I think Duncan can aid here. Yeah. What's your um? What are your bond my, or bonds my with? My bond with Brimgar is Brimgar um has stood by me in battle and can be trusted completely, as well as. Brimgar had my back even when I wasn't there. All right, so you have a plus two to your to your aid roll here. That's a nine. Okay. Or so, no, no, that's yeah, that's a nine. So you get a plus one, but if things go wrong here, Duncan's Total involved, with, which feels right. Yeah, yeah, I uh, think so. So you're rolling with a total of plus three here on your charisma defy danger here. Yep. All right. Oh. 
How to kill. 13. All right. So you guys, like, so Duncan, you see this and you pull to a stop? Mm-hmm. All right. So you, you're together again. There is a bunch of griffins. What? <laughs> I said there is a bunch of griffins. I came near you. There is a bunch of griffins. Oh. <laughs> guys, there's a bunch of griffins. I think I think the the two other elves with you kind of like look at you like, yeah. <laughs> I was speaking in elvish the first two times. Yeah, <laughs> you just have no idea what I'm saying. Around the corner, feeding on a queen remoraz. Does anyone know anything about griffins? Let's spout some lore. Let's that see, does sound like let's spouting see if I lore. can strain to see if Wicker said anything to me. Yeah, during one of our boring fireside <laughs> chats where he would just like. Rattle on like old people do when yeah. they tell stories. It sounds like it sounds like Brimgar's aiding you yeah. though. And Duncan was like yeah. asleep in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. My bond my bond with Duncan is I have proved myself to Duncan and he is my friend. Alright, so roll with a plus one. Nope. What'd you get? Fail. <laughs> cool. Take an XP. That's cool. Oh shoot. Oh, seven. Oh yeah. Plus nothing. So read read spout lore for me. So when you consult your accumulated knowledge about something, roll plus intelligence. On a 10 plus, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject, relevant to your situation. On a 7 to 9, the GM will only tell you something interesting. It's on you to make it useful. The GM might ask, how do you know this? Tell them the truth now. You've already told me how you know this, which is good. Um, I think all you can remember is that... uh, the griffins normally live on, like, the highest peaks. Nowhere near this far down. Like... Okay, I already know what that means. Yeah. And, um... You rolled a six there, yeah. didn't you, Sam? Fuck, I did. You did. Yeah. So I get yeah. to make a move as hard, or, hard as I want. Um, it seems very obvious right now. <laughs> it does, but I'm gonna make a slightly different move. Um... There's a whistling sound overhead. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I don't you, want to look up. <laughs> and you both look... Does it spook the griffins? Yeah. Uh, I slowly, <laughs> slowly look upwards. We're all frozen. Yeah. There's a... There's a dragon blotting out the sun. Well, suddenly a big shadow. Yeah, c- crosses the sun. It circles for a moment roars and then heads deeper into Tyria back towards the way you came. Uh, mm-hmm. And at that moment you hear three screeches much closer to you um, and then Ingvild shout, I don't think we have an f- option not to fight anymore! <laughs> what do uh, you guys do? So, oh my god, that failure moved the dragon and the griffins? Mm, no, I just wanted to show the dragon. Oh, okay. Fair. I just wanted to show it on screen. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, okay. Um, I think I'm just going to have Ingvold take one of them on. All right. Give me just a second Start. here to uh, pull up the uh, stats of the griffins real quick. Yeah, good thing I have a lot of armor, mm. a lot of health. Do you have better armor yet? Nope. Oh, well. Still one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, huh? Cool. There we go. Um, yeah. So, do you want to do you want to roll that for for Ingvild real yep. quick? 
Uh, so. yeah. That is a 12 for her. Okay, so you ordered her to go deal with one of them. Yes. Right? Um, so, so here's the first thing that happens. So they screech, and then they all start taking off into the air, and they see you guys, and they're going to start dive-bombing you, basically, because they have the aerial superiority. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ingvild... With the last one that like two of them take off right away and one's kind of like a bit of a straggler and she just opens her third eye and holds up her hand um and the creature just sorts of sort of like like duncan saw the other night it stops being agitated mm-hmm. and then slows down and then just falls over with its eyes open and just starts like blinking um and then she walks up to it and just crushes its head with her staff <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we both look at each other and we're like, oh my god. Oh, Duncan grabs his amulet. He's like, oh my god. So I'm going to say that's going to take some time though, Sam. So yeah. like some fighting is going to have to yeah, happen before no, she's back in the fray. 100%. But yeah, that that absolutely happens. So hey, okay, wow. one griffin down Ooh. out of three in... Yeah. So who does, does what um, as the griffins... Actually, you know what? The Griffins are dive bombing you. I think everybody needs to make a defy danger okay. here. With, um, with what? I think the the uh, I think the easy one is is acting fast, so Dex to uh-huh. just dodge them. Okay. Um, I would hear other things if you want to like hold up your shield and try and bat them away. I might hear strength. I or... would like to try and argue that. Okay. Um, then I think that would be my first instinct, anyways, yeah. to brace behind my shield. Pull out your lodestone shield yeah. and just like try and knock one away. Okay, what'd you, what'd you roll? Um, that is a seven. So plus three. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a choice here. Um, you can take damage and have knocked it to the ground. Uh-huh. Or you can have just batted it away and take no damage here. Um, I'll take the damage, actually. Okay. Yeah, because getting and them getting on, the, on ground the ground is a big yeah. is a big part of dealing with these fuckers. So the damage of the griffins is the best of 2d12 plus three. Just a heads up. Okay. It's a lot. Not bad. It's only six before Sweet. your armor, so, okay. so you take two. Great, great, great. Um, great. Meanwhile, what... So I think we both... I get knocked yeah. back, too, um, when it barrels into me. But I think you, like, hit its wing really hard, uh-huh. and, like, it, like, has to, like, reorganize itself, so there'll be a moment to, like, get at this thing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Brim, what are you, Haya, and um, Warm Cotton doing? Because you're kind of a unit. Um, so I'm going to actually use my turn to do Tactician. Okay. Because I want to shake off my f- the effects of fear, confusion, or being stunned. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a big moment. Oh, first though, what are you doing about being dive bombed? Because I want to I want to get to that. I really want to see you shake that off because that's awesome. Yeah. But let's let's figure out what happens with you being dive. You. And I would your... also like to tactician that. Okay. <laughs> you're so this is you doing battle your battle tacti- tactics. Yeah. So like uh, I'm yeah. imagining that you've got your commandos with you and you just say like scatter and like you yeah. guys like go off into different directions yeah so that this thing can't pick it it's confused can't pick a target yes. so you're rolling plus two here mm-hmm. that's a seven not a failure just barely um whew <laughs> lord uh I'll on actually a seven get... to nine i get my desired effect but I expose myself to danger retribution or cost okay mmm I think, I think this spooks the horse, horses okay. real bad. Yeah, and I think sucks. Warm Cotton is like, she's, she's, a, she's good on horses. So I think she's got to spend a lot of time. If you don't want to lose your horses for like the rest of this trip, she's got to spend some time and energy. Okay, that's fine. Wrangling those horses. Okay. Um, but other than that, you and Haya get out of it, no problem. 
Okay. Can I? Do I have to roll again to shake the stun? Yes, that is an entirely different. Okay. So, what does this look like? How are you shaking off this stunned? Feeling? Uh, I think it's just like he's kind of just letting. He's just crouched, letting the adrenaline pulse through him. Just like clearing out all the, just yeah. the bad shit. Like mm-hmm. this is the only thing that's there. Cool. Yeah. So another plus two roll here. Yep. A nine. Mm. Okay, here's a question. Do you or Haya get hit here? Uh, I do. Okay. So you've like, you've got it. You're like, I'm just here. I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. And like, it all drains away. So you can take away that stunned d- d- ability for sure. That's awesome. Good. And then you open your eyes and the griffin just like swoops down and hits you right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Just like knocks you with its back claws, just like trying to like knock you down. Yeah. Um... That'll be eight damage before armor. Okay. Uh, Duncan. Still hurts. Let's swing back around to you. I'll hack and slash the one that's on the ground. Yeah. So what's that? Plus three for you? Yeah, just plus three. No added stuff to my damage. That's a nine. Okay, so you exchange blows here. Yes. What does that look like? Um, so I think it's still writhing around while it's on the ground. Yeah, it's like trying to get back on its feet. It's just trying, you didn't break its wing, it can Uh fly again, but it's just like gotta like shake itself out. Yeah, so so I think I rush forward Mm -hmm. and I make a stab, and as I reach to stab, I sort of get raked on the back or clipped while I'm... (laughs) How'd that go for you? Uh, I do three damage. Okay, well, you broke its armor, which is good. Sweet. Um... It um, dealt uh, 12 damage to you okay. before armor. Um, I'm also going to use um, my uh, setup strike. Mm-hmm. So the next attack you do, Brim, you'll get an extra D4. Perfect. I think that looks like you keeping this thing on the ground. Yeah, I keep it pinned even while it's like scratching yeah, and yeah, scrambling. Yeah, um, yeah. let's switch back to Brim. Are, any, just my, got, like, are any of my people back? Um... Uh, Haya, you and Haya are are here right now. Oh, so it's just us two. It's just it's just you two right now. Right. Um, I, I Ingvil did a lot for you and yeah. dealt with a whole third of this thing. I don't know if she's gonna come back. For yeah. This fight. Well, I just wanted to know more if Ayama was back or not. Uh, I think you know what here. Uh, how many horses were there? Four. Yeah. For you guys, for one for, one for her, one for Haya, one for Brim, and one for Duncan. Yeah. Let's. I'm gonna roll a d4 and see how many horses she's got wrangled. Four. So after this, she'll be back. Okay. Um, I think she'll have like calmed them and sent them back to uh, Egwene and Vea and Tograth. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm going to hack and slash. Okay. So you so you got knocked down and that other one's like swooping back up into the sky. So you're going to go hit the one. You and Haya are going to hit the one that's yes. Duncan's with. All right. Okay, what did you roll? <laughs> Sam, uh, I, I rolled the, I rolled the, I got a four. So you rolled three on the dice plus one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> God damn it. Why can't you hit something? Why can't you hit anything? This, this is, is probably so what, weird. like the 12th episode of the season? <laughs> I haven't hit anything. There. Jeez. Okay. All right. Uh, to be clear, you can, Haya can take this hit for you. Okay. Um, no, just, can I just, do I decide before or after? Uh, you can decide after. Okay. We'll do after. Hulk. That's gonna be fifteen damage before armor. <laughs> is it gonna kill Haya if he takes the hit? No. So read your move. So read your okay. so read your howling commandos. When move. you opt, when you take damage in battle, you may opt to have your commando take damage for you. Um, keep when going. this occurs, they are taken out for the rest of the combat and can no longer help you fight. 
If all three are taken out, one is lost permanently. No one else's, none of your other characters of your commandos have been taken out. Okay. They're busy. They're not taken out. There's a okay. distinct difference. I think I'm going to let Hyatt take so that Hyatt can just get cause... flung into the woods. Because like, <laughs> I I'd like... might, I'd be close to death if I took yeah. that shot, so, so I'm not going to do that. You and Hyatt rush up on this, this griffin that Duncan's kind of wrestling with, and it like flails out at you, and you both jump back. Um, and I think that's when the swooping griffin, the one that was still in the air, comes down from behind you guys, grabs Haya by, like, the shoulders, uh-huh. and it, like, just, like, lifts him, like, 15 oh. feet in the air and then drops him, and he lands hard, and, like, he doesn't get back up. Oh, he's moving. Shoot. He's okay, probably, but, like, yeah. he wins out of him. Maybe something's broken. Like, he's he's down right now. Okay. Um, let's head back to... You know what? No, I want Brim to have another another shot at this. <laughs> well, actually, actually, let me help rather than fight. Let me cast bless on, um, on uh, Brim. So okay. You, if I can, if I get so a you're doing spell. So you're doing this mid wrestle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I have it pinned, and then yeah. I lift one hand up, and I like do this sort of aura okay. around Brimgar. So as you're doing this, your Lady Mira's symbol on your six pointed yeah. amulet glows. Just the oh, one of, of the yeah. I drew my amulet by the way. Oh, very cool. It's like a six-petaled flower. That's yeah. awesome. So it glows with blue yeah. in that specific. So you're rolling plus one wisdom? Uh, plus wisdom, yeah, which is one. Oh, All right. Please let me... Oh, that's good. Sweet. Oh, All right. Full cool. success. So going forward through the rest of this fight, you get a plus gets one a plus one to whatever you roll. To whatever okay. you roll. Awesome. Great. Okay. So that happens. Let's head back to Brim now. Ayama's back at this point? Ayama's back. I think Ayama... Ayama might even still have her horse and be, like, charging in. Okay. Do you want to roll a hack and slash? Yeah, I do want to. All right, so you've got plus two here. Okay. Yes. What'd you get? Ten. Oh, my God. Okay, so you get to deal your damage. (laughs) There's that plus one for you. And because you have a... I have your d4 still, or no? Does he get it from the setup strike? The setup strike already, that was, he he failed, unfortunately. So you have a 1d4 from um, Ayama, and you have a d10 from you. Yes. So this definitely looks like you cutting into the one that Duncan has, and her, like, galloping by it and, like, stabbing it with her spear. Alright. Don't let me down now, Dice. (laughs) It's my first hit. It's gotta be good. (laughs) (laughs) Not Not bad. bad. No, that's eight. Eight. Alright, so... No, that's not bad at all. I feel like... Brim feels his spear just like sink into the griffin. He's like, finally. finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, hit something. Meanwhile, what is Duncan doing? Because there's one, like, there's one griffin still above you guys, like, uh-huh. circling, like, waiting for an opportunity to come down and, like, grab somebody. Um, and you kind of still got this one pinned. I mean, yeah. do you want to, like, take a step back and just hit the one you're on? Yeah, I think I'll just pull my sword out and then try and stick it right back in. All right, roll that hack and slash. All right, here we go. How are we doing? Uh, that is going to be a nine. Oh, it's just exchanging blows again, yeah, huh? Just back and forth. I keep getting right. too close to this thing. All right. Okay, you're going to take eight damage before armor. And I'm going to do three. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> three damage to it. All right, well, you're still hurting it. <clears throat> All right. Okay, the HP is kind of low here, guys. The HP is kind of yeah, low. Yeah, I'm not. I'm hey, have you dropped too high hit points? I have dropped below half hit points. <laughs> so crackles. So Please describe. Yeah, so your sword crackles to life with purple lightning again, um, and it just feels good and familiar in your hands. So add a d8 to your damage until oh, you go above yeah. that that hit points. So, um, what's some somebody tell me what what's what's happening now? There's, um, so I'm basically just like 
wrestling with this <laughs> griffin. I imagine yeah. it's like on top of me. Yeah. I'm stabbing it from the ground, then I get back on top of it. Because like, I'm pretty strong, so we're like right, yeah. wrestling. And 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 all around it, Ayama, Warm Cotton, and, and Brim are like stabbing it and like trying uh-huh. to get at it. And these things are tough. It's like, like snapping at yeah. me. Yeah. Moving my head screeching, side to side. and like all this time, there's this weird like fear because there's another one just hovering uh-huh. above that could just and I drop bet it's at screaming and calling yeah, yeah, and, like all this crazy stuff. Okay. Um, Brim, do you have something? Yeah, I guess I'm gonna try and aid Will. Okay. What does uh, that look like? I think I'm gonna. Well, you could defend. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna stand stand there, basically like back to back, and watch the. Oh, so you're defending the from the big one. The no, I'm not defending. No, I'm aiding. Okay, you're aiding. Move. Okay, on. sorry. All right, so roll plus how many bonds do you have with Duncan? Uh, I have, well, I said I have proved myself to Duncan, and he's my friend. Is that just one? That's two. Okay, That's two. two. Yeah. yeah, so roll plus two here. Plus two? Mm-hmm. All right. That is a nine. Okay, so if something goes wrong on Duncan's next move here... Okay. Right. Do you, so you have a all for one and one for all yep. move. Mm-hmm. What is what so is Duncan I'm gonna also give you get? Plus two armor forward. Oh, sweet. So that's so you, really going to shield you from some damage. So you get six armor temporary. Like you have six, six armor, armor temporarily, temporary. and then I have a plus two on my next roll. A plus one. On a your plus next one roll. on my next roll. Okay, that's good because I don't want to be culpable. I want this hack and slash to be a success. Wait, Sam, you have a plus yeah. one from bless. Oh, so that yeah. was a ten. So you're you're also like not safe. culpable. Yeah. yeah, you're safe. Okay, perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Go. that's a good little hack to bless someone and then have them aid you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a plus one. On top, are you you're just not ha- culpable for it. Yeah, and you're just hacking and slashing. Hacking and slashing. So a so plus yeah. four to oh. hack and slash. Here we go. Got to just don't roll snake eyes. Yeah. There you go. Sweet. That's a twelve. That's a twelve. Okay. And I get that D eight. You well. also you are, get the D eight. You have an absolute tank of armor right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so that is 10, or no, 11 with my sword, plus one. Okay, how do you kill this thing? Oh, sweet. Okay, so you've got, so, like, lightning and... So it's grappling on me, and I feel like it's almost powering up like a charge. Like, yeah. Like, the sword is glowing more and more, and then you yell something in Elvish. Yeah. That I yeah. can't quite, like, understand. And I just run my sword through it, and then push it even more so my fist is inside of it. Does a thunderbolt uh, go do the out through the other side of the of the Yeah, blasts through the top of it. Oh, Almost like clipping the one that's circling in the yeah. air. Like it has to go roll out of the way, the yeah. flying one. So the that one like rolls over. And meanwhile the drool from its beak is yeah. landing in my face. Brim, what are you doing? Because there's still one flying up there. Um does it seem like it's afraid after we've killed two of its friends or what's the general it's still, f- yeah. I think this is the moment you hear the crunch of the the of um, Ingvild dealing with that other one. Yeah, and I think this one might actually just take off. I think it's leaving. Okay. Yeah, I think it's flying off. Oh my god! I roll over. I'm just laying face down, prone in the ground, wheezing. I think I go. I go to Haya first. Yeah. Haya, are you okay? I think he's just, he's wheezing, and he's just like, uh, I could use a little healing on my leg, and it's, like, crooked in a bad way. Ooh. I need a fuck medic. <laughs> I think um, Duncan almost sort of push-up push, push up style, like, gets himself up and sort of limps over to Haya. Yeah. And kneels down and 
rolls. Uh, I do like lay on hands or cure light wounds. Yeah, I won't make you roll here. I think, I think I think it's you're in the same position. Hey everyone, it's me, Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level One Podcast. Uh, it means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you. So thanks for thanks for being here. Um, as always, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience. So thanks for taking the time to do that. Um, special thanks as always this week to Sage Latora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to tabletopaudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, you can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at-the-table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and Warlord playbooks, all of which made a huge difference in this season. Um, Firebrands was designed by D. Vincent Baker, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, it looks like that's it for the intermission. Um, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. I've kept you here too long. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, I won't make you roll here. I think combat, I think yeah. I think it's you're in a safe situation. I think it crosses somebody's mind that it's like. Can you imagine what hunts those things? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like warm cotton says that just like absent mindedly, yeah. like looking up at the sky. Yeah. And we all sort of collectively know, but no one wants to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's okay. So, um, how are you guys doing? Well, I only took seven damage, actually. And I only took 14. <laughs> <laughs> I made an effort to protect you, though. Uh-huh. You did do that. No, that that uh, aid was really good. Yeah, that could have been a lot worse. So, you guys continue on. Um, I feel like Vea and, and Egwene and Tograph are, like, super worried about you guys when you come uh-huh. up. And, like, how do you guys, like, do you guys, like, tell... There's an opportunity to shield these three people from what just happened. Uh-huh. Versus... With the dragon or just with the battle in general? Just with the battle in general. I but, think we tell them. Yeah, there's no need to shield them. Yeah. They know what they're getting into if they're going to engage on this. Yeah. We also probably Journey. all look cut up and yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, we just... There's some school the horse. <laughs> there's one person who does not look cut up at all, and it's Ingvild. Grim yeah, fell in some thorn bushes, and we had to pull him out. Yeah, yeah. And we all fell in the thorn bushes. <laughs> yeah. We all fell when it was. Oh. It was just so bad. It was, it was a whole funny. thing. It's funny when you think about it now. Yeah, I think how long like so Up there's to like my elbows and blood. Yeah. yeah. So there's like two days before you reach the tunnels. Oh, what are those two tunnels. days like? Tunnels. Um, I think that they're like. For the most part, it's still relatively like. There's a lot of camaraderie. I mean, I don't think that the dragon is quite weighing on my mind as much as it might be weighing on Duncan's. Uh-huh. I think um, I asked Tograph if we can use, if he has anything to send a message back to Lone Tree. Uh, just roll 2d6 for me. Pure straight up? Yeah, just it's a it's 100% chance on whether or not uh, he's sent it off to his uncles right now or not. Uh-huh. So, um... Yeah, you got a 10 on the dice, so Phew. he does have the weird paper bird. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say we successfully sent 
a dragon warning back to Lone Tree. Yeah. And you tell them that the Griffins are also about like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does Duncan feel about the whole that whole situation? Um, I think he's like I've done everything. I did what I can. I sent word. Yeah. And he, I think he's still like you know what Etni. Etni know already knew it was an issue. Like I trust that she's got everything in good hands. Yeah. Like she she has them ready whether or not they get my warning or not. They have troops. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think yeah. Brim is like trying to put my mind yeah. at ease. Yeah, and at this yeah. point, it's been a few weeks, so you know that the healing houses are done, mm-hmm. the the barracks are done, like the Thorn No Tusks Academy for Literary Youth uh, is yeah. done. By the way, I watch think... the dragon destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I hopefully wanted. they've reinforced the walls. <laughs> I think we've put Rose up there in the main hall. Oh, that's so cool. Like hanging up. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um. Anyways, um, at the end of those two days. The whole group, even Ingvild's there for this dinner. You guys approach a tunnel. Huge arch. Beautifully carved. With, like, bricks. Like, think, um, like, turn of the turn of the 20th century subways. That kind oh, of, like, cool. thing. But a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you guys are sitting around this fire but the night before you're going to enter in the morning, Tograph kind of, like, lays it out, mostly for you and Egwene, um, because, like... Um, he's probably told um, all the elves here about this at some yeah. point, outside of maybe Haya. Um, and uh, Ingvild was there when they built these. So um, she already knows. <laughs> Fair. Um, but he talks about these tunnels that at one point, Aldorf kind of ruled most of Saren. They were imperial for a while. Um, and what Aldorf is now is actually could easily be described as Goldmere, the capital. And what it is, is Goldmere's like a center, and there's all these tunnels spread out all across the country. Almost like an ant colony. All, exactly. And there are little pockets of, like, population along the tunnels that are technically still part of Goldmere, but they're kind of like the towns. It's it's in, it's weird. Um, and so these tunnels that go into Tyria are, by and large, abandoned. Um, so they're you're going to walk through basically a weird carved-out-of-the-earth subterranean ghost town that was lived in for a while and now isn't um and it's really good that he's the quartermaster Uh because he is going to be managing the oil for all your lanterns that's good and he rolled a seven to nine i'm saying in quotes Uh which means it's going to be just Just enough enough. (laughs) yeah um he says don't go outside of the light Hmm. And I think Ingvild... Not scary at all. I think Ingvild, like, rolls her eyes. Like, she's like... No. Rolls her third yeah. eye. Rolls her third eye, yeah. <laughs> she rolls her third eye yeah. just to roll it. <laughs> yeah. I be- I'd imagine you could suspect she might be able to see in the dark. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vampire. Um, so could... Just, like, what's the... F- it's like, and he's like, it's gonna be a week in the tunnel before we say sun- sunlight again. Three or four days since uh, Tilda and Tarantac called. Um, when you're out on the wall, um, it's been a while since you've seen the Remorazes too, and like something flies towards you, and it's a weird paper bird, like a falcon, but made out of paper, covered in all sorts of runes, 
and it like lands on your arm. I don't like that. <laughs> and it and like you're like leaning back, and in its beak there's like a rolled up scroll, um, which has your name written on it, and it like ruffles its way towards you. Oh my God! Like take the thing, <laughs> take the thing, so I can go. I'm like, like with like. Like, so awkwardly, like, mm-hmm. with pinky and thumb. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> uh, check your phone. Because you've got another letter. What? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so what does it say? Etney! Etney! <laughs> <laughs> Snowy Griffin's attacked. Oh, no. Fought them off with Brim. Was actually pretty badass. By the way, saw the dragon headed towards the lone tree. <laughs> Take care of town and move people inside the mountain if needed. May need to do battle with the dragon. Taylor's glaring. IRL. <laughs> Could use something to get into the sky with it. I don't know, like maybe a flying ship. Second wind, mark two, or third wind, I'll let you decide. <laughs> I've attached some cool sketches for what the ship might look like. Brim and I drew them in our spare time. <laughs> Love, Duncan. P.S. Ignore the Griffin blood. That's where all the, all the splotches are. Oh my goodness. The paper bird, like, cocks its head at you, like... Am I sending a reply? No. Like, he, like, waits for a second and then, like, takes off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what what do you do, Adney? You got got another letter from Duncan. I feel like Adney, like, is, like, holding the paper. Mm -hmm. Crumples it up. Mm -hmm. Let's it go. Mm -hmm. And is, like... Maybe about to scream, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. Right, you're on the wall. There's no. there's there's soldiers around. Mm-hmm. And she goes, kind of like what she did with the first letter. So the dragon. I want to do You want to deal with that? And she like throws her fist. Is there just like the smallest bit of fire? Like just yeah, like fuck. I was like, well, <laughs> okay. I guess I know what I'm doing today. <laughs> She's just like walking around town, like back towards the keep, just going, mm-hmm. like looking at her hands, like, uh, <laughs> and she just thinks to herself, she's like, okay, I believe him. How do I go about this without A, causing unnecessary panic, or B, making this go too slow and everybody gets fucked up? Do you want to talk to one of your advisors? Yeah. So. She wants to talk to Wicker. Wicker's busy. Remember? We're still in the two weeks where Wicker and Latima can't be talked to because they're constructing things. Construction's done tomorrow, though. So you could talk to Meridian in school. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk to Meridian in school. All right. I think that they're, like, sitting in the in the hall, the main hall, like, 
probably doing like a cute couple thing and mm-hmm. then stop when you come in because you like you're bringing an energy in with you that is very much like okay i don't care what kind of fun you're having but that's gonna stop right now <laughs> you know that fun thing yeah <laughs> this is a fun thing yeah so they look and are you all right Ooh. hmm so tell me about the dragon Skua and, and Meridian look at each other like Well, that all happened before we were born. Oh, I know. I'm aware that it did. But I want you to tell me about the dragon. (laughs) You can tell like she's like unhinged as fuck. It's it's a dragon? Yeah. What did did the dragon do? It burned everything to the ground. Ooh. Everybody fled into the cave. Okay. And the only structure left standing was the keep. Okay. And then... There was no village left. Right. They waited. They were trapped in the mountain for like a month. Ooh. Before the dragon left. Hmm. 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 Why? Do you ask? You know our good buddy, Duncan. Is he still our good buddy? Somewhere deep down he is. Okay. I think Scoo is like, does everybody want like a stiff drink? Ooh, I'll take one in a minute, but until then. I'll go start on that. Meridian's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm suddenly very uncomfortable yeah. by this person that I'm almost twice as tall yeah, as. Yeah, she's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh-huh. Guess what's coming our way? According to our good buddy, Duncan. A dragon? Yeah. Apparently. But the t- and guess who gets to deal with that alone? Us? Yeah. But it's only heading our way because... Well, I mean, ha- okay. Hold on. Sit down. And then he's like, I will sit down in a second. Okay. How? Okay. So this dragon's been around all year, right? I guess. You've seen it. No, I know, yeah. but I, like, don't know oh, how, yeah, yeah. like, well, here, here it's yeah, been. Well, look, it seems to have been, like, just kind of floating around. It might not get here for a while. When's a while? I don't know. I don't know about dragons. I don't know from dragons. Mm-hmm. Why don't we work on an emergency plan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's work on telling everybody that this place that I've moved them to... Me, it was me, after all. I'm the one who burned down the fucking tree and apparently set the whole fucking stop, world on stop. fire. You said it was Thorne's idea. <sighs> it's not all your fault. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. make an evacuation plan to get people into the mountain quickly, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm... It's going to be okay, Etni. We're going to get through this together. Meridian, have I ever told you? Um, told me what? And like, Etni is just like so fucking emotional right now that she right, like almost right. starts tearing up. Yeah. I really appreciate the fact that you don't hate me. I did. I know you did it. Could have kept him. I think she stands up and hugs you. <laughs> but you, 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 you do. 
it'd be okay, so you stop hating me. I, like, really appreciate that. Annie, let me be real with you. As she's, like, holding your head to her, like, like Belly button. Yeah. She's like, I was being a jealous bitch. It's all on me. You never did a thing wrong. Okay. Now, Skua and I will handle the emergency evacuation plan. Mm -hmm. Okay? We'll start handing it out, etc. And we'll present it as just a safety measure, just in case, you know? Keep people freaking out. The construction projects are finishing and need to open tomorrow, so you need to be there. And I do. So we'll go do that. You go get ready for tomorrow. Oh. And Skua like hands you that stiff drink. <laughs> he just... just. You might want to go slow on that. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's brewed for people our size. Yep. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. I think we can like cut there. <laughs> um, to the next day. Yeah. Um, um, and I think we we can start at the healing houses, and I'm just gonna do some like description. Tight. Like this is like ribbon cutting. Like that's right. that's what's happening, right? Um, and this is the end of the week. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you start at the healing houses, and you're gonna like meander your way down to the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a parade sort of thing, because mm-hmm. like people are coming to see it. So the healing houses are just, they're beautiful. Cool. They're between the Lone Tree Sapling, um, and uh, they have a Lady Mira statue. Hmm. And like, wow, it just already feels like, it feels like a holy place. Sweet. It's really nice. Um, You can mark, you might want to pull up the Lone Tree sheet Mm -hmm. with all its stats. Um, You can take down, you can remove the need that is health. Those kids that got that got sick all those months ago yeah. are finally getting taken care of, and it's and there are people being trained to be healers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's a, it's a wonderful thing. That's cool. There's medicines in stock. It's great. And then as you go, you kind of like wander your way through the farmers from Lone Tree mm-hmm. um, and like the orc farmers and the refugee farmers. They're located inside the mountain right now, and like mostly they're happy because the the a lot of them finally get to farm again and mm-hmm. not be like just gonna like pickaxe at the frozen ground (laughs) you know um or they're refugees who have Mm -hmm. been given a new home Mm -hmm. or orcs who left their homes and now have new ones and Mm -hmm. like it's fantastic cool like overall there's some people who are like i had to leave my house and now there's like two families living in it and they're outside the mountain we're inside the mountain Mm -hmm. but like whatever yeah um roll 1d6 okay and gain that many surplus (gasps) okay Oh my goodness. No way, one. Oh, that sucks. Oh, well. Um, that's okay. They just started farming, right? Like, that They literally sense. just did. And the Houses of Healing literally just opened. Yeah. Um, and then you, you, you uh, walk and, like, you get to ring the, 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 the first bell for the Thorn No Tusk School for Literate Youth. Like, the first, and, like... <laughs> Children stream in, and some, like, teenagers, and, like, the youth are, are in there. And it's, like, that tall wooden building that we described with the wooden ar- the beautiful wooden arches. Mm-hmm. And you get to place Thorn's sword above the front door. Like it. Um, and you get to see what the curriculum is. Mm-hmm. They are taught the basics. Grammar, mathematics, etc. That sort of thing. 
Um, and they're also taught Orcish and Orcish traditions. Love it. Um, along with... If, Are Goldwyn and Amber there? They're not there. They have... They're, in, they're with families. Um, <laughs> but uh, during this, their schooling, um, commu- the, the way it works is like community members will come and they'll teach like a master class and what they do. Sure. Um, like Byron Bellows, the blacksmith, he's mm-hmm. the one who's first signed up for it. <laughs> so he's going to like take them on a field trip to the forge. They'll get to try it, all this stuff. Um, and they're kind of scouting out for apprentices. So like once you pass your exams, there's mm-hmm. only one set of exams. You learn, you take your exams. Once you've passed, then you're eligible to like go be an apprentice to someone. Wicker's signed up to find someone to replace him. Oh no. Um, and then you get to the outer wall, um, which is, it's been bolstered. Like, the wall's thicker now. Mm-hmm. There's, like, there's enough room for the horses, for all of your troops. They all, have, and their families. So, mm-hmm. like, they're not separated from their families. It's pretty cool. Um, it is pretty cool. Um, and you can increase your number of guards, um, from... 1,600? Or no, 25. From 25 to 35. Mm -hmm. And you can add, um, another resource, which is safety. Neat. Yeah. How does that feel after this whole big, long... It's a big, long day of ceremonies and whatnot, but, like, this stuff came together. It did. You know. I feel like she's feeling mixed uh-huh. between like genuinely really accomplished and like happy that she was able to start so much of this and see it to fruition mm-hmm. and especially all of it getting done while it is just her as the only leadership. But at the same time, she's like, and this is all going to be for naught. Right. Like this could all just be a memory tomorrow right she's like (laughs) not like Mm -hmm. i should have just said yes Mm -hmm. but like maybe i should have said yes so i think we can move on to the third week since duncan's left So what's that like? Like when, like what's the first day of that like for you guys? Oh, in the tunnel? Yeah, because like the next day you wake up and you have to go through. Oh, the Oh, it's gotta be awful. I mean, you don't know how much time has passed. I think uh, Duncan has cast his rote light. Yeah. And it's on his sword. Yeah. Um. So an item I touch glows with divine light, about as bright as a torch. It gives off no heat or sound and requires no fuel. Well, that's spell for me. But it's otherwise like a mundane torch. Is that oh. plus wisdom? Yeah. Do you have to roll your rotes. Mm-hmm. I just have access to all of them, no matter what. Oh, yeah, okay. I still have to roll. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Damn it, okay, that's a one, and then we're gonna roll another one. <laughs> oh my god, no. Shit. Hey, Mark XP. Would you roll their total? A four. four. Yeah. It sputters and goes out. <laughs> Damn it, no light. Gotta use the torch. What does that look like? I think it's actually much more mundane. Like, uh-huh. I think it actually works fine. It's just your thought process was poor. You can't hold your sword out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, my like, arm gets tired. yeah, so then you just have to, like, put it away so it only helps for, like, just an hour. Just by my side. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think anything terrible happens. Here. Okay. 
Okay. I get to make a move as hard as I want, which okay. also means as soft as I want. Okay. I think I'm just gonna let this one. Yeah, because that would have been pretty. Brutal. That would have been a really dick move. Just like <laughs> slap us in the face. You lost all contact with all your gods. <laughs> you failed the guy. Oh, that, that would be so well. bad. That'd be bullshit. Um. So, I think it's like, like ha- so it feels bad. I guess then mm-hmm. to do this, I think, I think, Telegraph kind of adjusts to it pretty easily, and Ingvild seems unbothered. And I think she actually does disappear into the dark and comes back to the light mm-hmm. at times. Um, I think Egwene hates this. I think this is like a... I think she... Because she's lived in Lone Tree her Should whole life. Should have come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so callous. That's like, she's like freaking out. And Brooke's yeah. like, who brought her? I mean... <laughs> um, I think... I think... Uh, I mean, I think, Lone Tree is as open as it gets. It's wide yeah, open the original, plains. the original Sky Lone Tree. as big as possible. Like, so like... You never feel cramped in Claustrophobia here would yeah. be so bad. You and never ever feel... And she's never done any of the things you did. You, she's uh-huh. never dropped down into a well to fight a fear monger. Yeah. <laughs> that like she doesn't have anything else. So I think she's like weird about it. And like Telegraph is spending more and more time outside of the carriage. Mm-hmm. And I think Vea invites Egwene in because like that's an enclosed space that like if you close all the windows and like have a light in it's there, just you like can, you're in a room you can anyway. Pretend yeah. that it's not horrible out there. Um, I like to think maybe for the entire party, I take out my old loot. Yeah. And just try and play some music as we go. But it like kind of echoes off the walls, so <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. kind of creepy. Kind of creepy. And you guys... it goes on for an hour, and Brim's like, Duncan, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Duncan, <laughs> I hate to ask, <laughs> but you've you got to stop. <laughs> so you guys get to like a little over the halfway point, and that's marked by the city, the, the small town that's oh in this God. tunnel. So it spreads there out. There is no way something good exists here. <laughs> <laughs> Brim says that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's weird. Because it looks like it could have been full of life. And it, and I think you guys like, Telegraph is like, we should stop here for them. It's a good, good halfway point. Mm, uh, Telegraph. Uh, Telegraph. <laughs> Not gonna lie. We've known each other for a very long time, but this freaks me out. And I don't think we should stay here. We don't even know what, who or what could be living in here right now. Probably no one. Probably. Oh. <laughs> okay, we can move on, but I worry we might get quite tired if we do. Oh, but my curiosity. <laughs> well, let's wait, because otherwise we might gain some sort of disadvantage for pushing Is, through. uh... Is Ingvald with us at the time? Yeah, she's here. She, yeah, I need her. She is here. <laughs> Ingvald, please. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I need my emotional support. I need to know that I can yeah. just kill a thing sometimes. <laughs> Ingvald, uh, you don't have any detector, like a uh, mind detector I that can... Things. In <laughs> fact, you... when I pray for guidance, even for a moment, and I ask what here is evil, the GM will tell me. Nothing. Hey guys, nothing here's evil. Ingfold, do you have any vampire detector on you? I think she opens her third eye. She's like, and I'll let you roll uh, discern realities with advantage if you'd like. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Alright. So roll 3d6 and take the best two. As she's like, she's not looking with you. She's not scouting anything out. She's like low-key reading the future a little bit to give you a hand here. God. So what'd you get? Uh, what am I adding here? Wisdom. 
That is an 11. So you get three questions off the list. Oh, thank so you. So you guys should decide three questions as you're standing in this empty subterranean city. What should I be on the lookout for? What here, what is useful or valuable to me? Wait, wait, let's do one at a time. Okay. What should be on, what should I be on the look for? for? Um, <laughs> I think, so I think. Good talk there. So I think you're standing there with Ingvold up at the front and like the rest of the party's a little bit at the back. And she's like just closed her bottom two eyes and her third eyes open and then she just points like in a direction and like you turn and you see in a window a light go out. Okay. Anybody else see that? <laughs> uh, no. Just you and Ingvold. You hear a muffled Egwene's like, what? Is there something out there? She's like, <laughs> and Maya's like, sweetie, there's nothing out there. Uh, and then my next question was going to be, what here is useful or valuable? Wait, no. I don't ask that one yet. Okay, okay. What here is not what it appears to be? Besides okay. the fact that it's not deserted. Nothing. Everything else is as it is. Okay. Which is actually good information, right? There's no secret, yeah. nothing to get you here. Um, okay, what do you think? Should I ask what is about to happen, or what here is useful or valuable for you already asked what should I be on the lookout for. Oh, but she's using future her future eye. So then maybe what happened here recently. But what about what is about to happen? Okay, yeah, let's do that. What is about to happen? Someone's about to approach you. I think that that's what Ingvold says. She's like, somebody's coming. <clears throat> I draw my spear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and break it. And then okay. I basically get everybody else ready. So... The and we stand thing, in a protective circle yeah, around, so, around the carriage. Yeah. Yeah. So at the edge of the darkness, the first thing you guys see is a pair of glowing green eyes. They look to be like humanoid eyes. And like, it's dead quiet, right? There's just the sound of like little flames flickering. So it's just step, 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 slow, cautious. And then just the glowing green eyes is the first thing you guys see. The guy go, do you speak common? <laughs> I speak common. I speak our tongue as well. And he switches to Elvin. Oh, what the f- <laughs> Duncan, this voice is familiar. This is familiar. And a man steps into the light. A dark-skinned man with um, thick dreadlocks. Um, a a little older. Of sorts. No. Oh. He's wearing an amulet of Ismal. His eyes are glowing green. And your old professor... Bartholomew Sybin steps into the firelight. Oh. He's wearing black robes like he normally does. You haven't seen him in a couple years. He's an elf? Yeah. Very interesting. Bartholomew Sybin. He doesn't have an Anto accent, though. He's a continental elf. What is the... He's wearing a Yeezball amulet? Yeah. This is one of Duncan's old professors. He oh, says... Professor Sybin. Duncan Salmi. You had a good relationship with him. He liked yeah, you yeah. a lot. Like, he taught botany. Probably still does teach botany. He's in the Senate of Palin. Um, and he doesn't have a weapon on him. And his eyes don't stop glowing green. Um, he's like, may I come closer? You all seem a little defensive. Yes, of course. I mean, I think you would understand our situation. We're in the middle of a deserted town and somebody with... It's a little creepy. With glowing eyes approaches us, it's... One wants to be cautious. <laughs> and he says, well, my name is Bartholomew. And he offers his hand to first to Duncan to shake. And he's like, how have you been, son? How haven't I been? I got... A lot's happened. 
You know what? Well, if you well, want to stay for a while, so so Moralda tells me. Oh, you've heard. I'm very gl- I'm very proud of you. Finally, making the making the actual cut. I knew you had the, had it in you. School just doesn't work for everybody. He thinks you signed the paper. Oh, okay, okay. Like, oh, oh. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Brim. Good to meet you, Brim. And he, like the intro- introductions well. go around. Yeah. Introductions. Uh, I think Ingvild's disappeared. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing she's gone. Yeah. A really good thing she's gone. He would think she's evil, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, Brim makes that connection. Yeah, she like he like turns <laughs> and like she she's smart. She knows what she's about. Yeah. She's not about gonna. She doesn't want to get into a fight with this asshole right now. Um, so, uh, what are you uh, doing out here? Well, I was resting for the evening um, when I saw you all approaching, and I thought I'd make myself known, um, as opposed to potentially have. As you pointed out, you were quite jumpy, and I'd rather have not been bundled up in the middle of the night. Um, but I am on my way to Goldmere, as I assume you are as well. Yes, of course. I'm off to meet with the kings. Ah, what a coincidence. He's trying to get an alliance <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, I'm technically neutral, so he's your, <laughs> he's your rival. Your competition. Yeah. I, I'm not really too, I'm not, I'm not trying to beef with this guy right now. No. Oh, well, it seems like we have similar destinations and potentially similar goals as well. Shall we share the tunnel? Oh, absolutely. I see no reason not. Excellent. Now, may I ask? Of course. Why are your eyes glowing? Well, many of our many of our order can ask for particular favors. Senses that pierce lies. And to me, darkness is but a lie. Oh, he's on a quest. Yeah. So he like a quest. Yeah, he's his yes. from like he's like, the fire is nice for warmth, but it's better to be just see. Fair. Sorry if it made you nervous. Oh no, t- completely fine. It's uh, I'm still getting accustomed to the cultures of, of the mainland. I bet his other boon is an unwavering sense of direction to Goldmere. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wonder if we had anyone who could have done that. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I think he just like sits down with you, and he's like he's very jovial. Actually, he's a friendly man. Um, is there anything you want to do? Yeah, I want to talk to him about yeah. something. I want to know what the pal- paladins are up to I, without prodding too much. That sounds like a defy danger with charisma. Oh, okay. With well, disadvantage, because he's very good at this. He's a literal senator. Well, I don't... I, I, I'm not so much as being, like... I don't want to directly ask him. Right, that's why you're, you're defying danger with no, charm and social grace. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is a good idea? The worst thing... Okay, I will say, lay, this on, I lay this on the table. What happens on a six is he's just going to be like, good try, kid. Like... Okay, yeah. He, he is not threatening. This is not a dangerous situation. I just don't know if you're good enough at this Tactful. to like get it out of them so you're rolling three taking the lower two and adding how much plus two plus two eight no you, you take the lower two that so these are the low oh so seven yeah so seven. Oh, that's not that's that's hardly Sorry. a difference i don't think you can get exactly what's out of him but i will give you that 
Because we wanted to go talk to Palin anyways, right? right? right. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what you guys wanted. But what I'll say is that he... Well, that's what that's what Onto probably wanted. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys had time, basically. Yeah. I think something to that he does let slip is that he's not exactly going as a formality, but they've been in a lot of communication already. Mm-hmm. So as as he's, your rival, he's not, he's, he's not going he, blind like we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just showing up and hoping for the best. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, he doesn't have the nephew of one of the kings, and he doesn't have a long... And Palin's... Anto and Aldorf have really, really long-standing alliances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, leg work versus yeah. coming in with some I boons. mean, I'm more interested in what Palin is doing in general during the war. What, like, How have they not been captured? Uh, it comes down to basically, he's just like, the mages are afraid of us. I think Why? that the because there was a time in the past where the mages kind of, the mages college kind of got out of hand and the paladins just kind of like got their shit together and nearly drove that organization out of into extinction. Okay. Um and the 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 mages remember and are scared of of them. It is quite uh fortuitous that we would meet you on this road as we were also sent to discuss uh meet with Palin and discuss similar things to what we will be discussing with Aldorf. I do hope that I do hope that we can remain allies. That would be good. And in your case, Duncan, truly become them. I know Meraldo probably wasn't the best. I asked to be sent, but then there was a large vote and I couldn't leave. Yeah. I mean, I like you, guy. <laughs> Do you remember? This is kind of nice. He has a lot nice of surprise with Bartholomew Sybin. Yeah. Did you do well in his botany class? Um, I think I actually did all right. Yeah. It's one of the ones that I like was because I liked the teacher. I tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if I didn't do great. Yeah. I think it helped that you were both small people. Like mm-hmm. he really, really gave you some extra help. Yeah. Um, I think he actually gestures to your amulet. He's like, I was actually I wanted to t- I want to take him aside and ask him about. Is this like a thing that happens? Yeah. I, I would prefer if he didn't gesture towards it. I feel like uh, almost... yeah, maybe he won't gesture toward. He's more, he's a little more tactful than that. Uh-huh. So like maybe like the evening's winding down and like you and him are on like the edge of the light. Yeah. Um, and I think he starts off this conversation by like, I've sensed an evil presence somewhere in in this city. It's just arrived recently. Have you sensed it? I actually haven't. Um, and I think I just explained to him the situation. I think I make sure to leave out. I think how I present it is I had to make a choice between destroying something evil, um, but in order to do so, I had to take control of my friend, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't prepared to do that. And I'm assuming you tell him that you've come in to contact with Lady Mira. Yeah, I think think he's actually... Is he impressed with the fact that I... Very, very. Did you explain... He's, He's impressed, but he's not surprised. Did you explain Ingvol? Yeah. Why, why is he not surprised? Because he believes in you. Oh, bless. Do you explain Ingvol? No, so so basically what I was going to say is I had to make a choice between destroying something evil, but in order to do so I had to take control of my friend in a way that would like totally violate mind body, that person. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't, and as a result, Ismael, like I lost my connection. I don't say that, that the thing that I didn't destroy is still with us. 
I just say that I. Well, he would infer. Though. I let it live. No, no, no. Because no, he, because he, separate the thing. subjects. He's not. He's he doesn't. He's not, he, for him. He's like. He's kind of got like a Gandalf thing yeah. where he's like, "There's all kinds of crazy shit in these mountains. Yeah. It could be something Anything. very small. It could be like I'll, a runaway thief. Like he doesn't know what evil thing has appeared here." And his boon is senses that pierce lies. Technically, I have not told a lie. No. Yeah. I just said I didn't destroy it. Yeah. Um, no. Good, so, good catch. Good. So nice and careful. So basically, I I just say like, how can I get it back? How can I like? I don't want him to be gone forever. Well, I've met him now, and I'm sure you've met him too in the dreams. He seems to be a truly good man. Powerful, all of them. But they seem to just be people. Which is in some ways less and more than what we thought they were. If you have a damaged relationship, if you, if from their perspective you let them down, you may need to be the one to extend the olive branch. Build some shrines. Make some prayers. Do what you can. This, but Ismal is a protector to us all. I doubt that he's abandoned you. I think uh, let's finish this one conversation. I think Pat's Duncan on the shoulder and like, or maybe Pat's your chest with his hand over mm-hmm. the amulet, and he says, "He sees I have the six. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah." You've been talking to some pa- Temple Paramount folks, huh? I, uh, I met one. Yes. Wise. There are many of our order who scoff at them, think them lesser for not having no magic, but because we are so connected. We think we just know the truth. We don't think very hard about the ins and outs of all of these things. I think we undervalue our counterparts in the Temple Paramount. Wise of you. And he, like, pats your shoulder and then, like, comes back to the firelight. And I think Brim's maybe the only other one still up. He's like, Talarine. Really? Yes. And at this moment, Brim has been flipping through... Thank you for not reminding me. <laughs> the William <laughs> Howard journal. Uh, just kind of seeing, trying to gain any general knowledge. Oh, I don't even think about that, though. Bartholomew looks at, his eyes go wide as you're flipping through. Yeah. It's like, is he going to recognize that? Yes. Oh, shit. Wim was one of his teachers when he was Duncan's age. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because Bartholomew's like 75, 80. Mm-hmm. And Wim was, like, 210 when he died, so, like, yeah, it's about right. Like, okay, he's like, where did you get that journal? Where did you get those journals? I'm gonna leave this one to Duncan. <laughs> Duncan comes, like, he's back behind there. <laughs> I come back and I'm like, oh, I thought I had a great conversation. I was like, everything's great. I mean, I guess I explained where, why we were there. Yeah, it'd be like, destroyed, we destroyed evils within... And then that's pretty much it. He senses Pierce lies, so he knows that you're not lying mm-hmm. when you say you did destroy evils within that Wim couldn't destroy. Yeah. I think he's just genuinely impressed. I think he's like, I think Wim might want you to have those. Oh, I thank spoke you. to him. You did. Yeah. 
He thinks about it for a moment. He's like, uh... Speak with that. Speak with that. Oh! We all spoke to him, actually. Is he well? I was there. <laughs> um, I think he's well. I think Lord Vita's taken a liking to him. It's very nerve-wracking that Lord Vita is back in some ways, isn't it? Um, uh, I've had a couple more brushes with him than I would like. I'll say that. Interesting. Well... He did tell me about this war to come. It is coming. And Wim offered some harsh realities. Which were? I think I tell him that the paladins provides more freedom, um, but at possibly a higher cost of life. And Caspin's aims will basically, you know, revoke people's rights to choose for the most part, um, but preserve at a lower cost. You don't bring up the Onto thing, right? No, no. Okay, good. What's the Onto thing? Good. Well, you don't remember. So that's, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I think Bartholomew Sivan says, perhaps by knowing alone, we can avert this and make even better. Though I will say I... I think I still side with freedom. I think I do too. But it might not be as black and white as Palin and Caspin. I doubt it. But we'll see. Thank you for telling me these things. Now, Brimgar, my boy. I don't know how he feels about being called my boy, but he listens anyways. <laughs> Why tolerate? Why the goddess of valor? That's not a natural thing for those of Anto. Just, well, just curious. I don't he, mean to question people's faith. And he looks at it. I, I don't necessarily have faith at the moment. It was kind of a... I feel like of any of, any of the... Well, I feel like it, one, it never, never hurts to look into, you know, the gods of, essentially, because they do not have access to Anto, as I'm sure that you know. Which, by the way... Well, actually, the truth be told, they do. Oh. Um, the ley line, the lack of ley lines tends to fuck with arcane magic, yeah. not divine magic. So oh, okay. Kind of a different source. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, as you know, they aren't well known on Anto. And, uh, she's... Is it a... Is it a yeah, she? Tolerance is a she. Uh, she seemed like she aligned most with kind of my... my beliefs and what I strive to do in life and I felt like... More of a mark of your philosophy, less of a... Yes, for... Yeah, for the moment, I see no reason why I would ever be in contact with such a being, but if I was, you know, I would definitely hear them out. And I, I think he kind of thinks about it for a while, because he never really thought about why he picked up the amulet. It was just like something he did. Yeah. Uh, and kind of looks at it, he's like, I don't know. Maybe it's also a sentimental meaning. I'm imagining it's you're not hanging it around in your neck, but it's like attached to your belt. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like still wearing it visibly, but in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I think he nods at that. He's like, interesting. Yeah. Definitely interesting. Duncan, you have found clever friends. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. They've found me. <laughs> Everything that's happened to me has happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> it always feels like that, doesn't it? Um, and I think he goes to sleep after after a little bit more discussion. 
and I think the next few days pass. Well, can I do something? Before yeah, absolutely. Over? Well, first of all, I, I'll do the thing that's that night first, and then I'll do this next thing next. Uh, I think he just kind of, um, I think that Brim kind of reaches out. Uh, and he just like says a little prayer, and he has r- really no idea what he's doing. <laughs> so I think he's like, Taurine, you know, if you're out there and you are, I guess, paying attention to me, it'd be cool to talk, I guess. And then, and then after he says it, he's like, God, I'm such an idiot. Why did I? I like that everybody's asleep while this is happening. Yeah. And you're just saying it, and it's like echoing a let round in this tunnel yeah. a little bit. Meanwhile, you hear scurrying, and Duncan's been drawing runes on the wall. Yeah. We both make eye contact. <laughs> Wait, so what the fuck is Duncan doing? Yeah, why are you drawing runes? I'm trying to make a little shrine to Ismal that night. And I'm trying to, like, whisper some prayers that I know. As if we're we, both like... Because I don't, I don't know that you're awake, and I'm, yeah. like, really embarrassed that you just saw me do that. And I think from, like, from up in, like, a building that's carved in the wall, I think Ingvild watches all of this. <laughs> yeah. just, I wonder how Talreen feels about Ingvild. It's hard to say. I don't... I Brim wouldn't know anything. I, I know, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> uh... And then I think over the next few days he spends time uh, just kind of going through the journals and trying to gain knowledge about things. I like that's a good, it's good scenes. Yeah. Does he Any, get anything from those journals? It's like... It's a thing that you could use to help you spout lore. Okay. Oh, it could give I us think, an advantage if we run into things that he's encountered. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a situational thing. Okay. That's Bring fair. it up when you're like spouting lore and we'll... Discuss. We'll talk. Yeah. I think that is definitely the thing, sort of thing that would give you advantage. Yeah, but I think like Brim is starting to dedicate himself to like really reading these texts because they're he like writes pretty well. dense. Yeah, he, it's actually not that dense. Oh, really? It's complex topics, but Wim Hallowhart, as I, I think I said this on the pod, but mm-hmm. he writes well. Yeah, so it's actually a fun actually, read. Yeah. It's like a good read. Okay. Understanding physics. Yeah. Wim <laughs> yeah. So is Duncan do anything particular during the last? I mean, three or four days of the whole journey. If now is the time for it, because I, I, as a player, have been like waiting for the right moment, because I want to reach out to try and. So I, I guess I'm following um, uh, Bartholomew's advice and I'm building small shrines. Mm-hmm. I like to think also as we go, I'm getting to know Vea better. Yeah, um, yeah. You're like you probably sit in the carriage because she promised you a ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she and Brim are teaching me about Anto and what it's like mm-hmm. there, and then me and Egwene are teaching her and you about what yeah and like, I also think you get to know Haya and like. Ayama too I think we're all kind of doing shifts inside the carriage yeah or at least Brim definitely is with his like commandos I yeah. think Ayama is not doing shifts no and Ayama's been in a kind of a bad mood since you've left by yeah. the way really yeah the news that her her boyfriend is engaged to someone oh, else oh yeah I forgot about that I yeah. need to talk to her about that whole situation huh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's oh, maybe you maybe you and Duncan and, and Vea are sitting and Egwene are sitting in the carriage and like I, like, I think someone says I like, tell a joke and yeah. Vea starts to laugh and yeah. it seems very nice and Ayama's just like And she like gets out of the carriage and like leaves and yeah. I was like, Why is she upset? And like I think Egwene's like, Didn't her boyfriend get engaged <laughs> to someone else? Fuck, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it has been like a week since she figured that out. <laughs> um She's not over that yet? Jesus. <laughs> oh, you take off your reading glasses, you've got one of the journals open, and you're like, ugh, close that up. 
So do we have anything else before we reach Goldmere? Yeah, I would like to talk to Ayama. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you guys are... That. Let's do that, like, it's... Unless, Will, do you have anything? Or... Well, GM screen down. Yeah. Do you think there's anything I should cover? I think you hit a lot of stuff. Yeah. I do um, want to reach out to Glaudine at some point, because I had her amulet just purely on its own. I think that there's a moment for I that, I think I know coming. what is going to happen. It's coming. I think there's, yeah. I'll need um, her guidance. So I think this is, like literally like 30 minutes before you guys are going to reach the edge of the tunnel like i think you can see the light in the distance while you and ayama are having this conversation yeah and i know that she's gonna I feel be like everybody's kind of... everybody's picking up the pace yeah. while you're having this conversation because uh-huh. everyone's like oh thank god oh my god like let's get out of here <sighs> also i think ingvild is like trailing way behind so mm-hmm. she'll have because she's trying to give Sybin as much distance as she possibly can mm-hmm to try and not trigger that he yeah. thinks, like, I think something evil is yeah. following us. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, and I think Ingvold will, like, know when the she, correct yeah. time to come back into the fold is. Yeah, so y- you and Ayam are having a conversation, so she's just kind of, like, sternly trotting. But I try to catch her, like, when we're close to the end of the tunnel, because yeah. I know that she's going to be in a little bit better of a mood. Everybody's going to be in a little bit of a better mood. So, uh, Ayama... It's a clopping of hooves yeah. in the background. <laughs> now I know that yeah, our relationship is, for the most part has been professional, but I do like to consider us you know very good friends. I think that we've become very close since we first left, and um, you know I wanted to give you some time to yourself to think about it. And I know that the news about my brother must have been shocking and jarring for you. It wasn't shocking. Jarring would probably be... Frustrating. Yeah. Annoying. But we knew. I knew. It just sucks. Yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> you know, sometimes I wish you and him were, diff- were traded. Yeah. I believe that. Sometimes I wish the same. Believe me, and I'm sure he wishes the same thing too sometimes. But sometimes I'm glad that we're not as well. Uh, as in like yeah. uh as in like uh just see just roll charisma to see if that weird <laughs> answer comforts you in any way no i think i think me it's... as well but also not but could be this is like she, very awkward yeah. for brim awesome. brim is like trying to be like a comforting friend but he like never does this uh-huh she's like um sure <laughs> look i i appreciate what you're doing it's good of you. Um, I'll just try and buck up. All right. You know you're my best soldier. And he claps her on the back and then he kind of rides ahead. She's Don't like, worry, we're almost to the light. <laughs> She's like, that's real nice of you to say, but I think... I, I can't do... I can't cry, you know. Yeah, but she's not my soldier, so we'll just... <laughs> Fair enough. Um... So you guys, like, get into the light. How does that feel? Oh, it feels so good. I think Egwene, like, gets out of the carriage for kind of the first time in days, and she's just, like, breathing normally. And you guys, like... sword, weird flickering sword light can finally go out. Yeah. And, like, you guys, like, it takes a minute for your eyes to readjust to the light again. Um, And you look out over Goldmere. 